Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. This is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Yeah, let us help you get it, all of it. I'm going to help you get it for the next three hours. And what is it? Oh, no fun. Let me help you get fun. We're going to talk about sports. This is what the hell I do. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you oh so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. And thank you to everybody listening all over North America. You can listen on the free Odyssey app. Put it on your phone. Put it on your tablet. Thank you to people listening on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. We have tons of hundreds all over North America. People tuned in on Sirius XM channel 158 and everybody listening on a smart speaker. We opened up the show kind of putting to bed what took place last night between the Bills and the Rams. Sean McVay saying, yeah, just put it on my shoulders. It's a humbling experience. Last season was last season and And here we are now. A matter of fact, this is what Sean McVay had to say about the loss. When you look at a lot of the ways that this game unfolded, I feel a huge sense of responsibility to this team. We weren't ready to go. Um, I take a lot of... uh you know, pride in that, and that's on me. I got to do better. There was a lot of decisions that I made that I felt like didn't put our players in good enough spots. This was a humbling experience, but we're going to stay connected. Yeah. The next game is against the Falcons at home. And so I'm sure by the time the Falcons finish up with the Saints this weekend, and that ain't going to matter too much, when they go to Los Angeles, they might get stepped on. I'd be running away from Aaron Donald if I was Marcus Mariota. And so the NFL season has started, and we took a look at the game that opened us up, got us started last night. We also took a look at college football. They move into week two. Tomorrow, there are really two games that, that I'm looking forward to the most. We have Texas and Alabama to open things up early in the day. And in the nightcap game that I'm, or the evening game I'm looking forward to, it's the Gators and Kentucky. And it's not so much about the storylines. I just really want to see one of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the game right now and Anthony Richardson. And so those are the two games I'm looking forward to. And you would think that Nick Saban knows everything about everything when it comes down to college football. But I guess he doesn't know everything. 
because he learned recently that his team, if you mock the Longhorns in a particular way, your team is going to come down with a penalty. Listen to Nick Saban get an education. Clarified this offseason that the horns down hand gesture would be a penalty. What, have you addressed that with the team going into this game? What, what's that? The horns down hand gesture could be a 15-yard penalty. I have not addressed it with the team, but I appreciate you letting me know that. So, you know, we got a lot of other things we need to really worry about. But I think that's a good thing for me to go over with the team, so I appreciate that. Oh, look at that. Even Nick Saban doesn't know everything. Sometimes when he speaks, it sounds like it, but he doesn't know everything. And so we have some great college football matchups in that. Something that we can all look forward to. On Sunday is the return of NFL football. A full slate. You can basically wipe out the rest of the year and just park your ass on Sunday and just watch games. And so what I'm going to do right now is is pretty much go through, go through the games and tell you what the hell I'm really looking forward to. As a matter of fact, let me go through some of the games right now, this exact moment. How about this one? Baker Mayfield, the Carolina Panthers. They're starting their season off against Baker's old team, the Cleveland Browns. We know that Baker no longer wanted the Browns, and the Browns, obviously, they did not want Baker Mayfield. Someone selected formerly as the number one overall pick in 2018, he had to go to a new team. He had to quote-unquote battle it out with his contemporary selected right behind him at number three and Sam Darnold. We know how that went. And Deshaun Watson, we also know he's gone. Jacoby Brissett is going to go out there. He's going to get the start. But this is where things are more important. What is Baker Mayfield going to do against his former team? What is Baker Mayfield going to show up and do against, I don't know, one of the NFL's best defenders, someone who had 16, I think, and a half sacks last year, and Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett today, he was asked, about Baker Mayfield, someone who he doesn't have the best history with. Miles Garrett was asked by the media in Cleveland, what do you think about the matchup between you and Baker? And Miles Garrett, he took some time to actually correct the reporter. Take a listen to this. My matchup is really the left tackle, left guard, center. And uh, the defense matchup is their offense. I don't think I'm going after... After one man in particular, I'm supposed to, to take more than a couple down. They have receivers, tight ends, wide receivers, I mean, running backs and, and quarterbacks. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys who, you know, we got the bullseye on. So it's not, a, it's not a matter of just going after one guy. Don't listen to that man. That man is lying. That man is going to go out there and he's going to try to drive Baker Mayfield into the turf the same way that Baker Mayfield drove that flag into the field in Ohio is going to be the same way that Miles Garrett is going to try to drive him into the turf on Mint Street in Charlotte. He's going to try to wreck that man. And if you didn't know, Miles Garrett was not a fan of Baker Mayfield publicly calling him out when Miles Garrett was out there swinging that helmet. 
He wasn't a fan of that. He didn't appreciate the 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 back and forth or the situation last year between Odell and Baker, even though Odell was rather public about it, but he didn't appreciate the play of Baker Mayfield. And he recently said Baker texted him upon exiting the Browns, and he said, I didn't respond to Baker's text. He was also asked today, well, are you going to greet him after the game? He's just like, yeah, maybe. If it presents itself, he says he may not want to see me after the game. We may not see each other. Miles Garrett is going to whoop that man's ass. Good luck to Baker Mayfield this Sunday. Don't play yourself into interceptions. A few seconds ago, a few minutes ago, I told you about Nick Saban. Seven championships, seven titles. Someone who pretty much almost knows it all. He's seen it all. He has many disciples. He's going to face off with one, against one, with Sark. And then we know that him and Bill Belichick, they're bosom buddies. Mac Jones basically airmailed and FedExed, UPSed, all the way up to New England. Well, Mac Jones is getting ready to start his second season. Had the best season for a rookie quarterback last year. And the New England Patriots this Sunday... They're already in Miami. They've been in Miami the majority of the week as they get ready to take on the Dolphins. Bill Belichick wants to get his team, his crew, acclimated to the humidity, to the weather. So these guys aren't as tired come Sunday. And we know this about the Dolphins. This is supposed to be the start of a dynamic offense. Tua Tonga-Valoa. Being able to throw the ball out to Tyreek Hill. Being able to get it out to Waddle. And watch these guys just go straight down the field, getting up all the yards after catch. They also have a new head coach in Mike McDaniel. And so Mike McDaniel is going to take on Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is like one foot out the door. And we know he's not going anywhere, but he's old. Mike McDaniel hasn't coached an NFL game yet. And so he was asked about that today. Mike, how are you feeling? You haven't coached the game, and you're going to go up against one of the greatest of all time. Can there be a, a larger disparity in career win-loss total? Um, no, I, it would be a bigger deal, I think, if uh, Coach Belichick and I were on the field, uh, maybe doing like an Oklahoma drill. Um, but I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Uh, I don't think the fans would really pay for that. I wouldn't pay for it, but I'd steal it. I'd watch. I'd watch anybody try to knock the living hell out of Belichick, but he, he probably went. Probably deceptively strong. He's probably dirty. You think if you got into a fight with Belichick, he'd like, he'd give you like a low blow shot probably, right? Well, he'd play lacrosse, man. He knows how to battle it out. He's, what is he, 70? He's 70, but, man, he's, you know, he's crafty. He's, is he crafty or is he dirty? Uh, I'll go with the dirty part. He's probably, yeah, dirty. Yeah, dirty old man. That's, that's probably more appropriate. Speaking of old men, typically people go to Florida when they're old to retire, to call things a wrap. Well, if I have to think about Sunday night football, Is it a coincidence that Tom Brady is in Tampa? 
that he is ultimately one day going to retire, likely as a Buccaneer, unless he decides to go to the Dolphins. And that Tampa, yeah, Tampa is nothing but a giant retirement home for the rest of America. Well, the Buccaneers are going to take on the Dallas Cowboys in Sunday night football, and we've heard the storylines, the Dallas Cowboys and their offensive line. Dak Prescott talking about changing his cleats and then being uncomfortable, irritation to his surgically repaired ankle. I'm like, come on now, are you serious? God knows what Jerry Jones is going to say between now and Monday morning, before and after the game. And then we know the whole world has been talking about Tom Brady. An almost two-week vacation. His name, his wife, they're swirling around in the tabloids right now. Tom Brady leaves, he retires, he comes back. Bruce Arian steps down. Todd Bowles, he steps up. And then they bring in other veterans. Out goes Gronkowski. In comes the more recently injury-prone Julio Jones. And so Todd Bowles, who is now manning the helm for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was asked about Tampa Bay bringing in these quote-unquote old veterans, and this is what Todd Bowles had to say. Good to have, but as long as you can play, you know, it's not an old folks' home. We're not bringing people in to bring people in, so to speak. We're bringing in talented guys that understand team ball, that know how to play football still, sure. and are great teammates, so that helps out a lot. I don't know. For those guys to get rings, that would be great. Oh, yeah, for those guys to get rings, huh? Not looking oh so strong for Tampa Bay. I will never count out Tom Brady. I had the Buccaneers on my top six list of teams capable of winning the Super Bowl the other day. And, yeah, it's because of Tom Brady. I mean, how many games is Julio Jones realistically going to participate in? I'm not wishing harm on the guy, but he's had leg troubles over the past several seasons. I is he going to play 17 games or is he going to pull a hammy and miss two or three games? It's a hard knock life. Tom Brady will snap the ball so he doesn't get hit. He will snap the ball so his offensive line doesn't allow him to get sacked. And the world will go on. But if you do have to take a look at Tampa Bay, yeah, I guess it is an old folks home. And let's see that first touchdown from Tom Brady to Julio. A lot of miles on both of those guys. Some other games that we have. I can't wait to see Kansas City take on Arizona. Should be a high-scoring affair. We have the Raiders. And by the way, we're going to have a Raider on the show later on. Mac Hollins, wide receiver, is going to join us. The Raiders are going to take on the Chargers. Here we have a Raiders team. Their offense is stacked to the gills. And then we have the Chargers who year after year after year are typically good, but never good enough. There's always some type of impediment, whether it happens to be the head coach and his play calling or clock management. But now you have Justin Herbert. There's going to be an expectation for them and he to continue to elevate. Jacksonville is going to take on Washington. Not a lot of people are talking about Trevor Lawrence, but it will be important to see how he does throughout the course of the season if he can actually pick his game up knowing that Urban Meyer is gone and what a disaster that was last year. Doug Peterson is in. San Francisco taking on the Bears. 
Jimmy Garoppolo going home to Chicago where he is likely to stand on the sideline unless Trey Lance is an absolute disaster. Have a chance to see what Fields can do in his second season. New Orleans is here in Atlanta. What will Jameis do here in the Dome? We got a lot of games. And then we'll get to this next hour. The Baltimore Ravens are going to take on the New York Jets. And the Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, this man did not come to a contract extension. He did not come to an agreement with the Ravens to continue his career. And so what does that mean? He's going to play this year on an expiring deal. They're going to have to franchise tag him next year or come to an agreement on a new contract, and the money is likely to go up. And so speaking of New York, we know that there is a New York superstar in Aaron Judge. He's in a contract year, and he is on his way to having a historic season. He's going to get paid. Can we say the same thing about Lamar Jackson at the end of this year? Yeah, football is a real different game than baseball. And so the NFL is back. We have a full slate of games this upcoming Sunday. The ones that I'm looking forward to the most. I can't wait to see Baltimore and the Jets. I want to see Lamar. And his first game on that expiring deal, I want to see Kansas City and Arizona. I want to see the Raiders and the Chargers. And then, like most of America, I'm going to sit down and watch old man Tom Brady. I want to see what he can do in Dallas and what his team can do against those Cowboys. I want to hear from you. The phone lines are open right now. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS we got a full slate of NFL games on Sunday what player do you want to see the most what player isn't getting the attention that he deserves and what team do you really want to see in action I'm going to talk to you on the other side of this break you're listening to the JR Sport Brief show right here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, JR, man? I want to first by saying uh, I love the show and thank you for keeping the show real on so many different topics. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This is the first Friday for week one of the NFL season. Yes, we're going to get all the action, all the games on Sunday, and there's a lot to look forward to. The Rams and Bills got us going, but I can't wait to see what Lamar Jackson does against those New York Jets, especially knowing that Lamar did not get a contract extension. They did not come to an agreement. I want to see what Baker Mayfield can or won't do against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. I want to see how much Kansas City and Arizona light it up. I want to see what Tom Brady can do. Sunday night football. 
against those Cowboys. There's some high expectations for the Raiders, also for the Chargers to step their games up. What does Herbert look like? What does Carl look like? We got a lot to get into, a lot to see, and a lot to watch. So I have the phone lines open. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What game, what player are you looking forward to seeing the most now that the NFL season, the first NFL Sunday, is about to be underway? Let's go ahead and hit the phone lines. Let's go to Chad. Chad is calling from Baltimore. You are on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Chad? JR, what's up, brother? Appreciate you, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. Uh, Yeah, so wanted to talk about Lamar, right? You know, obviously the national media, in my personal opinion, being a little biased from Baltimore, is is kind of blowing this thing up. If, If we all just think back to the last Baltimore quarterback who bet on himself, uh, worked out pretty well for everybody, right? Yeah, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, but he is not—he is not Lamar Jackson. Uh, at the same time, he is—he he wasn't the the same type of quarterback. I mean, it's it's apples and oranges. It the quarterback comparison is apples apples and oranges, absolutely. But my point being that you know the last time a Baltimore quarterback bet on himself, right? It worked out well for the team, and it worked out well for for the quarterback. So I have full faith that it's going to work out well again, and and that we're going to win a Super Bowl this year, and Lamar is going to get paid. You said you you're fully confident that Baltimore is going to win a Super Bowl this year. Absolutely. And why is that? Well, we have Lamar Jackson, as you said, a very talented quarterback at the helm, and we have a very solid team. And think about how many injuries we had last year. I mean, we had like 22 guys on injured reserve. We get most of those guys back. Some of those guys are still working their way back. And in my opinion, we had a very solid draft, right? I mean, we stacked up on a couple guys as well. So I I just think overall, Don Harbaugh has always done a good job when he has a healthy team. We're going to be competitive. Our division, yeah, we got the Bengals, but I think the rest of the division isn't that great, and uh, I think we'll definitely have a shot to uh, to win it at the end. What do you think? Okay, well, I mean, there's a there are a lot of ifs that are there, and it's not just coming out of your own division. There's an entire uh, other set of teams in the entire conference that probably have a better shot than the Ravens. But at the top of the hour, next hour, we're going to really dive into Lamar Jackson and his contract situation. I I wouldn't even bring up Joe Flacco. The other element that that isn't brought up that I don't think garners a correct comparison is Lamar Jackson is operating without an agent. So Joe Flacco, even though he was able to get that contract, how many people enjoyed the fact that he got it? Come on, he played one of the best playoff runs that you will see from a quarterback. Amazing. And he got himself a deal. Was he one of the best QBs? Is he an MVP type guy? No. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What team, what player are you looking forward to seeing the most at the start of this season? Let's go to George. He's calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Re-Show. What's up, George? 
Thank you, my friend. I'm interested to see what uh, the Packers are going to do on defense. They supposedly got two of the best collegiate Georgia defensive players. Quay. And they're, they're being added to a defense that really played just as well against the 49ers in the NFC Championship. Is this going to enhance them so that they maybe can break through uh, as a team and go to the Super Bowl? Well, there, there's – well, thank you, George, for calling from Chicago, a place that Aaron Rodgers pretty much owns, and he's not afraid or ashamed to let anyone know about that. And they're going to open up their season not in Chicago but up in Minnesota – so it'll be fun seeing Aaron Rodgers in Minnesota going up against Kirk Cousins. But to answer your question, this is going to be a little bit different of a Packers team. First of all, I'm going to get to the defense momentarily. We'll, we'll do that. We know the offense is different. Devontae Adams will be plying his trade with Derek Carr in the desert in Vegas with his old college teammate. It'll be fun to see what they look like on Sunday against those, those Chargers. But when it comes down to the Green Bay Packers, the ball is going to get spread around. The other element is the offense is likely to be adjusted slightly. Aaron Jones, two seasons ago, led the NFL in total touchdowns. He's an excellent receiver. He's an excellent back. A.J. Dillon is there as well. They have an excellent combination. They might have. They might have the best running back combo in the NFL, and I know my friends in Cleveland will look at me and go, well, what about us? What about us? We got Chubb and Hunt, and we know Hunt wanted to be traded out of the door. But the Packers, what they have is not too shabby. Unfortunately, Alan Lazard, who's expected to kind of step up, he didn't practice because of his ankle, and now he may or may not play. I'd be shocked if he wasn't out there. They got to spread that ball around. And if you have to think about a quarterback who you would want to make excellent decisions, it would be Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, we have to see what they do in the playoffs. We know at times Aaron Rodgers can just go, listen, I'm not forcing the issue in the playoffs, and that is to their detriment at times. But throughout the course of the regular season, I think the Green Bay Packers will be just fine. I think the Packers will still ultimately win their division where they typically beat up on the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings. I think that will happen and take place again. And then you mentioned somebody like Quay Walker out of Georgia being thrown into that mix uh, with the Green Bay Packers defense. Their, Their defense was able to step up last year. You got somebody like Devontae Campbell who was right here in Georgia playing for the Falcons. All of a sudden, This man is playing at an an all-pro type level. You have Jair Alexander. And so the Green Bay Packers will be just fine. I'm sure maybe one time or two or three times throughout the season, Aaron Rodgers will open up his mouth and say something crazy, wild, or ridiculous. And the Packers will just keep on winning. This will be another case of, okay, what do they actually do when they get to the postseason? That's always the million-dollar question with the Green Bay Packers. Damn it, it's been 12 years. Yeah, time flies. And now Aaron Rodgers is making $50 million per. Sed is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Sed? Yeah, my guy. What's going on? I got a lot going on. What's up with you? What's on your mind? 
Not much, man. You know, man, you know how I'm bad I'm nation, man. I'm bad down crazy and just excited for my boy Justin Fields, bro. I think that my guy is going to come out strong week one. I ain't got a lot of faith in Trey Lance. I believe they really did bring back Jimmy Garoppolo because they don't have the faith in him. But uh, from from the growth that I've seen from Justin Fields, the training camp, this preseason, even though, yes, it's just only preseason, I've seen a lot of growth. I've seen better release from the ball. I've seen better footwork mechanics. I believe Gessie's going to have my guys prepared. And we're going to upset the 49ers nation. We definitely are. I believe so. I believe we went by about about six points. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think yeah, I think we're going to surprise a lot of people this year, bro. I, I think I believe I told you this already. I believe we're going to have about ten wins, especially with the weekend schedule we got. So wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I appreciate your optimism, said, and thank you for calling from Chicago. I don't I don't know if all of Chicago shares in your optimism. And much love to all my friends listening in Chicago right now. Everybody, much love. Scores, tickets all across the country. Ten wins. Chicago Bears. Ten ten wins. You have a new head coach. You have uh, basically everybody in there. Their, their mother on the team is has been put together to try to win and grow. With ten wins. I'm just hoping Justin Fields get out of the get out of the damn season alive in, in one piece. I mean, you're telling me about the preseason. I'm not going to be all that effusive about the preseason. Yeah, there's always room for improvement as an individual. If you're a quarterback, is he going through his progressions? Is he ducking? Is he getting ready to run? What is he doing? Sure. It's a whole different animal when you have to do that for an entire game against the first team when you're not just doing it for a series or a half when you're doing it against some of the best players in the entire league and so i i want to see ultimately what happens with valus jones who they just drafted i want to know who's going to go out there and and emerge as a number one option and scoring threat outside of justin fields Roquan Smith is like, ah, I don't want to be here. Get rid of me. This is a defense, I, unfortunately, I think over the years has gotten worse. And they were one of the top defenses. The defense used to keep them in games and the offense would suffer. Man, you got some high, high hopes. If you're looking at the Chicago Bears and you're saying, man, we going to be a 10-win team. If you hit that marker and if you're going to bet on it, Please be generous. Give me some of that money. I don't know about no 10 wins for the Bears, man. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I told you about Lamar Jackson. One of our callers brought him up. When we get to the top of the hour, I want to talk in more detail, more in depth about his contract, the situation, and what this means going forward potentially for Lamar, and then also the Ravens. I'm going to leave the phone lines open, 855-212-4CBS. And when we come back, yeah, we talked college taking place tomorrow. We talked about NFL, the slate of games taking place on Sunday. There's something taking place tomorrow night. It's going to go down in Massachusetts. I'm going to talk about it on either side. 
It's the Basketball Hall of Fame. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, brother. Really love your show. I really appreciate all your work through the years. Got me through some really hard times. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, holding it down on a Friday night. Oh, so much going on. Francis Tiafo trying to hold on here in the the final set of the U.S. Open men's semifinal, trying to make it to the final on on Sunday. Got a slate of NFL games on Sunday as well. We got a whole set of games, slate of college football games on Saturday. We got UFC. Yeah, we still have a UFC main event on Saturday. We have the Basketball Hall of Fame taking place tomorrow night as well. It's just busy, busy, busy. 855-212-4CBS. Trevor's here from Green Bay. What's up, Trevor? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? Um, I was actually calling. I'm a lifelong Bengals fan. I've been living in Wisconsin all of my existence. And I kind of wanted to get your input on how you feel the Bengals' chances are of repeating. Ugh. They they are a good team, man. They should go to the playoffs, whether it be a wild card or winning the division. It would not shock me. I, I think there's a full reasonable expectation uh, for the Steelers to, to take a step back or at least be stagnant. Uh, who knows what the Ravens will do with so many of their, their players coming off of injury. And we know the Bengals, they just they went to the Super Bowl. There's there's no there's no denying that. Uh, was it on an advanced timeline? Yes. Did they get there sooner than anyone would imagine? Yes. And the AFC is just stacked to the gills. So are they my favorites to go right back to the Super Bowl? No. But they should definitely be a competitive team. They've improved the offensive line, bringing in Alex Kappa from Tampa Bay. Uh, Lyle Collins is there as well. Hopefully he can stay healthy. And I think everyone will will do better for another year, another season of being together. I'm talking about Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase, another season of experience, even though they've worked together uh, down at LSU. So I I think that they will be perfectly fine. But pegging them or putting them back in the Super Bowl, I, I wouldn't be so fast to do that. I guess my question to you is now at this point, I've been looking forward to talking to you for a long time. I've been listening off and on for the past, I don't know, four or five years and trying to well, get in I, touch with you. I haven't, on CBS well, radio for that I, matter. I, I haven't been here for four or five years, but thank you. Well, right, but I've been trying to get in touch with anybody from CBS radio for a long time. And what happened? Just to kind of get on to this, and I've been listening to you for a while, and you kind of are on the same level that I'm on, and we kind of had the same appreciation for wavelength and that kind of thing, and I'm kind of just – a huge, obviously, diehard Bengals fan, been my whole life. And I get I get where you're coming from, I guess. Where do you see, like, the whole Steelers situation with, like, Kenny Pickett? Oh, he's, he's ultimately going to play. 
And is it going to be on the back end of this year? Is it going to be the middle of this year? Are we going to have to wait until next year? I'm not sure, but you don't you don't draft Kenny Pickett to just put him up on the shelf for good. And this is and this kinda, is that's kind of what I was after too. I was I guess oh. my only other thing I was gonna ju- jump in on was yes. I know a lot of people are talking about this whole like contract situation with Lamar Jackson. Uh-huh. Do you think, in your personal opinion, is there anything in that situation that you think is going to be that's going to hinder him re-signing with that team, or is it more so because He's his own agent type of deal, or well, what is your opinion on that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my full opinion on that at the top of the hour. So if you can wait about 10 minutes, I got you covered. Okay, sure. Trevor? All right, man. I appreciate right. you. Thank you. Appreciate you for calling from Green Bay. Trevor said he's been, he's been trying to reach somebody here at CBS Sports Radio for four and five years. I'm like, whoa, what happened? What took so long? Phone line works. My phone lines are packed. I don't know what took so long. 855-212-4CBS. Keith, he's calling from Buffalo. He is probably thrilled right now. Keith, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? How you doing? I'm excellent. I thought you'd be more excited calling from Buffalo. Where's the excitement? No, I am very excited. I actually called. I didn't think I'd get through, and I don't know what happened to the last guy. I First time I ever called, I got right through, and I am so excited you are in Buffalo now instead of the other late night. Hey, hey, uh, hey, let's, hey, let's not. Well, let's let's not talk about anyone else. I'm I'm glad to be here as well. Shout outs to everybody on 550 up in Buffalo. What's on your mind, Keith? Oh, I just think Josh Allen is just unbelievable with that uh, straight arm on the sideline and just. He plays with a chip on his shoulder, and he's just – he's seeing a lot of football. He just loves it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be playing with a chip on my shoulder, too, if nobody wanted me out of high school, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this man is, is someone who was not wanted. He was uh, not looked upon as the, the, the next big thing. He's coming out of high school. He's having to look into JUCO. He's having to send letters out. Uh, I mean – He's going to have a chip on his shoulder forever. Is he Tom Brady? No, uh, but he certainly has a reason to be driven. And so uh, from all things, he might be the MVP this season, and I know you and many people in Buffalo will look for it. They might be a Super Bowl sooner than later. Well, hopefully it's sooner than later because I lived through the <laughs> 90s and I'm still going, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a long, it's been a long journey. So hopefully sooner for you than later. Okay, Keith. Thank you, man. All right, I'm glad you're in Buffalo. Oh, thank you. I am too. Appreciate you for calling up. Yeah, I'm glad to be in Buffalo too, man. He's trying to start some trouble tonight. Yeah, it's like, hey, slow down. <laughs> like we don't have to tear anybody down to 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 tell me, uh, you know, you're happy to have me. It's not not necessary. If I want to beat up on somebody, I do it myself. I don't care about that stuff. You know what, what What I've also realized, Shep, and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. As we both are in the studio watching this U.S. Open semifinal matchup, that tennis arm situation is not a joke, man. You know what I'm saying, right? I, would, I wouldn't know, but I, I have heard of the injury before. 
No, not the not the injury. Like I'm looking at Alcaraz. I'm looking at his right arm, his the arm that he serves with. Right. The one that he's been serving with for the past, I don't know, four and a half hours. Yeah. And the six hours before that, the match before. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, from uh Wednesday night into Thursday morning. You, 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 well, you know Family Guy. Yes, of course you do. You have to know Family Guy. Quagmire. Yes. Remember when Quagmire, he was, what was he, stuck in a house for like a month? Well, in his, he, in his eyes, he was glad to be stuck, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but he opened up the door, and his right arm was absolutely gigantic. Yeah. And it wasn't from playing tennis. Oh, I, yep, I get it. Yep. Alcaraz, <laughs> Alcaraz is, you know, he's, he's well, Tiafo is wearing short sleeves as well, and he's still trying to stay alive in his final set. He's down 5-3 right now. Alcaraz, his right arm, in comparison to his left arm, you know, I get it. He's serving, and every time he serves, it's a whole workout for that right arm. But it's almost quagmire comical what his right arm looks like in comparison to his left. Do you see it? I I never really focused on that aspect of his game. I'm just I'm amazed. I I we've talked about this, Jr. No, I haven't seen it. I'm amazed that he is still in this kind of shape after a six-hour match less than 48 hours before. This kid is a machine, and then some. He's 19 years old. I understand that, but he's he's one of the most in shape 19-year-olds I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but he's 19. Yeah, he's a he's a top he's a top of the world athlete. Well, he's 19, meaning he's not even close to his physical peak yet. Sure, but he's 19, which also means that he can roll roll out of bed and just do whatever. Two matches, two match points away from reaching a Grand Slam semifinal. At 19, not not a bad teenage, uh, not a bad teenage life, huh? Yeah, it, it's dis- It'll be disappointing for the U.S. Man, we gotta get, we gotta. Where is uh, I don't know, who's who's an awful basketball player? Can we like poach somebody off of a bench and put him in tennis? <laughs> That's a good, Pat Connaughton, but he's pretty good though. Pat, Con- how tall is he? Six seven, six eight. Uh, yeah, a really bad player, man. Uh, no, I mean, we- I'm, I, mean I, I would say I would say Boban. No, we need an American, man. Oh, g- gotcha. Bad- Get out of here. We are yeah, Boban Marvanovic. Marjan- I- no, K Love maybe. K Love. No. When we come back, we'll talk about an American. Lamar Jackson here, CBS Sports Radio. Let's get him into tennis. The Ravens may not pay him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.